Well, hi. Today, I just want to tell you really quick that today, before we go any further, we're going to talk about something really, really, really cool. And if you're woke and conscious, this might be something that you really find interesting. And it's the importance of being present. What do you think about that, Gloria? Well, I was looking forward for this uh, episode today because I really need to practice more and more to be present because, you know, we said it's very easy to say that we need to be present, but in the moment when we need to be present, sometimes it's hard to be. That's so true. That's so true. So I feel like after we introduce ourselves, because we haven't done that yet, no, we should figure out how to be fully present in each moment. What do you think? I'm being practiced that um, already for like uh, four days. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of very cool because then you find out that, oh, I'm breathing. Oh, I'm, I'm here. Like uh, sometimes mm-hmm. we are here and when we are with the mind in another place. So we are mm-hmm. really sometimes not here. Even we are mm-hmm. here physical. I agree with that. Like I I feel like you can go on autopilot, right? And you just don't fully embody like whatever you're in experiencing. It's just like going through life and not being really aware of everything that's happening in your life. That called like an autopilot autopilot. Yes. How many mm-hmm. people go to work and come back home and they don't even notice what happened in the road? They just know they just got home or they just went to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're like watching a show yeah. and you don't, the show just passes by and you don't even remember what it was about afterwards. Mm-hmm. Or you don't recognize the emotions that you're having when mm-hmm. you're having them. Mm-hmm. It's just, there's so much to it and we're going to get to learn so much more. Um, I forgot to say this. I'm Kia Baker. I'm the host of the Female Veterans Podcast, and I'm here with the beautiful Gloria. Tell them about your show, Gloria. I'm Gloria Goldberg, the founder of the podcast Unbreakable Life with Glory, where you can find in iTunes and Spotify, and where I only talk about depression and anxiety all the time. Right on. So, I right now am in Los Angeles. We were talking last week or was it the week before about the trips we were going to be taking. And here I am in Beverly Hills, chilling. Yeah, it's fancy. Nice, fancy, fancy. (laughs) You know what? Sometimes you got to treat yourself. Sometimes. And, And just down the road from where I am is the famous Rodeo Drive. And I'm, I've never been there. So I think before I leave um, Los Angeles from this trip, I'm going to take a walk down there and see what it's all about. I think it's just fancy stores. I get it. You have to have ready ready your wallet. (laughs) (laughs) No, I should not be spending that. Okay. This is like a work slash fun trip. I'm going to get to see some of my guests that I've interviewed on the Female Veterans Podcast and my business mentor, Kelly from Eris. And if you want to find out more about her, she's incredible. She does work to empower women 
um, at erissisters.com. So I'm going to meet up with her and we're going to create something together. And I'm really excited about that. Uh, and I'm so excited for your photo shoot. <gasps> oh, yes, <laughs> I have a photo shoot tomorrow and it's going to be a lot of fun. I think I haven't done one in a year. So, wow. yeah. I have to I have to do one, but when I come back, I have to go to the gym at least for two months. <laughs> <laughs> I know how you feel. I really do. I, I I've been sticking to my goal though, and I am I am. Remember, I told Joe is going to lose twenty pounds by the summer, and you're like, don't don't say that. Just say you lose five, right? And then you know. But I've already lost ten. So I'm doing good <laughs> on my goal to reaching that by the summer. So I figure why not congratulate myself for dropping a pant size and get a photo shoot done. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I just Be need in to that see moment. I just need to see the scale when I go home and then I you know prorate the time I'm going to be ready to <laughs> for a photo shoot. <laughs> well, you, we should have one when I come to Tampa because I have my very first speaking event on the 27th of March in Tampa for a conference for military sexual trauma. So I'm going to participate in that and I'm really excited to contribute to that community. And while I'm there in Tampa, we should huck up and go get a photo shoot done. Let's see. Let's see. That's my plan. That's my plan. And I already told my husband about it. And he said, yeah, let's go. So let's see what's happened out to there. Because, you know, my life sometimes is a roller coaster that changed like so many ways. <laughs> I don't even want to do more any more plans. <laughs> you haven't been home in like a month and a half. Like, yeah. <laughs> so you're not you're not home now. I can tell by the way you're dressed because you live in Florida somewhere. So you look like you're dressed for cold weather. So Yeah. I'm in like a I'm a country girl. <laughs> <laughs> Secret location. Secret location. Country girl. <laughs> so you it's for your anniversary, right? So you're having yeah. a romantic getaway with your Correct. Husband? Yes. That's so nice. Yeah. I seen so many cool pictures with your cute dog you must be having such a nice time in that cabin yeah very cool the weather is beautiful and when you wake up in the morning and you see those mountains and and the and the air is pure that is exactly what i'm pic picturing my the way to live i don't like pollution i don't like to be in a bc street or bc cities and stuff i like to be like a you know breeding nature like see cows and donkeys and, and, and all kind of animals i love mm -hmm. to connect with nature so i'm it's not really a city grounding. girl mm -hmm. it's really grounding i grew up in the country and in the city so i'm a i'm i'm dual nature i'm a little bit of both but i will tell you that i love living in the pacific northwest because i love the woods and just being in the woods and up in the mountains is just, I live by Mount Hood. And so I love to drive up the mountain and hang out by this lake at the base of the peak. Mm -hmm. And so it's just the most beautiful imagery in the woods and it's just nice. And I, it feels so peaceful and that's how I connect with nature, which as an empath grounds me. So I feel yeah, really it, happy. It, it connects you, it brings you peace, it brings you awareness and grounded 
to to see the most important thing in life that is to connect with nature and be like like today to be present mm -hmm. and that's what we want to be we want to you know cultivate and keep telling everybody to live the present doesn't matter what kind of problems we have if i tell you all my problems you guys will be oh what the heck and i still going on right i agree <laughs> i agree and so i feel like this why don't we bring in sal yes. and start asking her questions about um being present and yeah. see if she can help us help everyone feel more present in, in their experiences and yeah. live their best life that way, I think. So let me tell you about her though. Okay, so yeah. Sal, I met at the London Real Academy. As you know, okay. I coach there. Uh -huh. And um, she was one of my students, just like you were. Uh -huh. <laughs> and of course, now she has a very incredible podcast called Uplifting Humans. And you can mm. find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, but not only that, she's a Kundalini teacher. She's a Reiki master. She's a student of life. She's a mom. She's got the cutest grandbaby. I saw her. She's so cute. How old is the baby? Well, we'll have to ask her, but she's tiny because you never know because sometimes girls are small, right. but they're older. So we'll have to ask her that. But she's so cute. Uh -huh. And so without further ado, I'm going to bring on Sal. Yeah. And I'm so excited. Um, welcome her to yeah. Hot Topic. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you, ladies? Good, and you? Great. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to this, Kia. So, and uh, Gloria, uh -huh. very nice to meet you. Me too. I'm so happy to have you here. I was like uh, looking forward for this. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, so Kia, um, I couldn't be happier talking about why being in the present moment is so, so important. And um, all your power, every bit of it lies in the present moment. It's the only moment that you have really because the past is gone and the future is still coming. So the real presence, the present moment is where your power lies. So whenever you're all there in that present moment, you can make choices, choices for the next moment. And those choices obviously have a lot of responsibility and of course, depending on what you choose mm -hmm. as the co-creator of your life, that will guide you onto this incredible path that we call life. And for me, um, you know, one of the greatest um, quotes that I live by is that for presence to become deeply rooted, it must be tested by the fire of relationships. It's true. And the reason we have relationships is to test us, to see where we are. Every little bit of you, who you are, 95% of you was programmed from the moment of conception to the age of what, eight or 10 
or maybe 12. And if you think about it, imagine everything that you were taught. And that is the blueprint that you're running today. Making the choices moving forward, thinking about yesterday's mistakes or things you wanted to change. You see, suffering, suffering happens when you're in the past. You so say you take the present moment, but realistically, you're acting from the past. Something happens, something triggers you, and so you're behaving in a certain manner. Now, if you forget that past just for that split second when you're in that present moment, you could choose differently. Instead of going right, you can go left, or you can go left instead of going right. Your entire strength, your power, is only in the present moment. So how do you bring yourself to the present moment? I know for myself, as a kundalini yoga teacher, the moment that I start becoming emotional, triggered, tripped, something, I know I'm in the past. Mm. I know in that split second, I went into the past because I'm emotional. Emotions are from the past. So how do you bring yourself to the present moment, Kia? How do you bring yourself to the present moment, Gloria? Breathing. It's Re through breath. Reading, yeah. It's through breath. Because the only one thing that you're guaranteed and you know for sure is that you're still breathing. And if you consciously put your attention on your breath in that split second, you have all your power. Because in that split second, there is not suffering. Because you're still breathing and your focus is on your breath. So if you use breathing as a tool, if you can remind yourself that every single time that I'm acting or reacting, to something and I'm emotional I'm in the past know that yeah. hmm. and there's many other tools many many other tools but those tools are something that you can just say okay I'm going to incorporate something into my life that will keep me in the present moment Even even in the moments more more drastic in life, you have to be in the present. In the present moment, you know, I was actually um, we're we're in times right now where we are today in history. The frequency, of course, of the planets and life speeding up, as people have probably already understood because there's a certain amount of panic or a certain amount of rush in their life that's been incorporated to get more things done even though we are in the tech stage of of evolution and yet we're still it's not like it's become um, less stressful it's actually become more stressful and that is because it's self-created. It's an internal mechanism. 
So as a Kundalini yoga teacher, when you have so many things coming at you and you don't know what you should do next, or are you going to be able to do every single thing that you set out to? Why not just focus on your breath in that very moment and slow yourself down? So people around the planet, as you know, have taken up meditation, they've taken up mindfulness, they've taken up mechanisms or tools to help them not only ground themselves, but in order to incorporate something in their life. Mindfulness or meditation becomes a way of life. You learn how to meditate and you designate a certain amount of time but eventually what happens is it becomes a way of life so when you're going about your day you're actually in a meditative state when you're walking down the street you're in a meditative state when you're sitting in a meeting you're in a meditative state you're learning how to be present in the moment because your power lies there your strength lies there. And from that, you can move forward. Wow. And so the significance of presence and being present is, is, is so, so important. And at a time in history where there's so much going on around us that we're inundated whether it's emails or messages or um, you know your day-to-day -day life and the traffic and the political arena, the financial arena, you, you could get sucked into that world. But in this present moment, you have a breath. And your contribution, your contribution to the evolution of mankind and to the betterment of all humanity is you being present in this moment. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a very very simple example of being present. Um, right now, you know, we have this coronavirus everywhere, right? And people are mm -hmm. going crazy. And of course, you have to have like a, some kind of washing your hands, some kind of things that you have to prevent. But if you're going crazy thinking that you're going to get that and, and not living the, the full moment, it, you're going to be all the time like a worry about that. So just leave, get your precautions, wash your hands. And if, if, you, get the, if you get the virus, you get the virus. It was nothing like a to to stop it if you're gonna like i always say you're gonna die the way you're gonna die the way is already is already written down so people get into that mode like uh, so stress and 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 worry about oh my god i'm gonna have this i'm gonna have but they're not in the present they forget to wash their hands they even forget about to be having precautions around them because they're so stressful and watching all the news and see that things are coming over but they don't they forget about them it's a state it's a state so if you're in a state of panic and worry mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and fear and whatever else state that you put yourself in 
the more that you go down that path, the harder it is going to be for you to pull yourself out. Because you're a co-creator of your life. Where your attention is, is where your energy is flowing. So if your energy is flowing, that, you know, the world is, 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 is got an epidemic here. And there's no um, medical uh, news, good news out there. Yeah, you can actually make yourself very, very sick. Yeah. And speaking of sick, um, I have a wonderful, wonderful friend of mine. And very, very well together. You know, she's um, a teacher. And then she went on to being a, a marketing manager, um, you know, managed huge high-rise projects, et cetera, et cetera. And about six or seven years ago, she came on to the path. And she started taking up yoga and meditation, and she started doing all this. <clears throat> but at the same time, what happened with her was that in order for her to move down that path, she had to go back and she had to look at some of the things that needed to be looked at, dealt with energetically. She tried to speed up the process. And in the process of speeding all this up, unfortunately, last week, she checked into the psych ward. Uh, no. This wow. person is an incredible, incredible female who basically spooked herself to the point where she wanted to help humanity so bad that she was studying day and night she was reading she was doing astrology she was doing tarot she was doing uh you know uh, ancestral healing she was doing everything and she wanted to do it why because she felt that she needed to because she needed to make sure that no nobody was left behind mm -hmm. and i went and saw her last week and i said to her i said no one's going to be left behind because we're all one. If one of us does the work we're supposed to do, which is be in the present moment, and you take care of you, that's your greatest contribution. That's your greatest contribution. If you can just go ahead and focus in on who you are and how you can be happy and how you can be in the present moment, it changes everything every single thing that's going on around you everything so you know kia you do fabulous work fabulous work but you know this is a moment if you're not in the present moment taking care of yourself what would happen in your world everything falls apart when i am not taking care of myself Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah. everything and that is why i'm always talking about um the importance of self-love you know the importance of taking care of yourself and um being gentle with yourself and loving yourself first and people might think that that's kind of selfish but 
what is wrong with caring about yourself? You're supposed to care about yourself, right? Because if you don't, who is going to really love you the best that they can? Because other than you, like you are the person who should love yourself the absolute best, right? And then it spills over into everything else, right? And into everyone else. Right. So if you're over, if your cup runneth over, right, (laughs) like you're just going to fill other people's cups. I always, in my mind, think of weddings and the champagne fountain. And that's just what it is. Just overflowing bubbles of goodness. And that's what self-love is. So when you begin to look within and find that you provide that for yourself, then everything else starts to get better and it gets easier to be in the present because you're not running from anything because you're usually running from yourself in in my case i have a different i always love myself since i i know myself and i know i've been through a lot but when i was kidnapped i was loving myself every day because that was my only moment in time that i have for 90 days. Every day for me was a new day because I didn't know what was going to happen next. But after that, even I love myself, I still have a lot of issues because that trauma. So for me to bring the present and, and, rec- and remember myself, hey, in my case, it's not about loving myself. In my case, it's more, hey, you're safe. Hey, you're here. Hey, nothing is going to happen to you. So you know, we're talking here about different emotions. Kia, like as she said, she loves herself and she works on that. I do really love myself a lot, but I also sometimes, it's hard for me to be in the present because I get triggered and I get uh, anxious in some situations that, that I have sometimes. So you need mechanisms or tools that will bring you into the present moment. Right. And so as soon as you're triggered, as soon as you're tripped, as soon as you're emotional, right then, right then, right that split second, you were in the past Mm -hmm. because it's based on the past. And that's the importance of bringing yourself to the presence. If you bring yourself to the present moment, there is no suffering because in that precise second, there is nothing. You are still breathing. You are here. So what I need to do is when I feel anxious or when I feel like uh, this kind of thing that I get sometimes that also right now I'm going through something like that already for two days. I'm I'm working for these two days, working to be in the present and breathing and breathing. And when I go in through the mountains and just look in the mountains and like, okay, we are driving, we're like being here. But it's, it's hard. It, it's, uh, it's very hard for what I'm going through right now. It's, it's kind of hard, but I'm trying to pause and breathe. Pause and breathe. The only, the only thing that you can be sure about is that you are breathing. Mm-hmm. And so if you ever, if you get an opportunity, another tip that I can give is that if you're outside, mm-hmm. stop. Just stop. Pick a point the furthest away from yourself okay if you pick that point and you just focus in on that point keep focusing on that 
point, what you'll notice is that there is space and there's a vastness and you become a part of that. And there's a stillness there that you can escape to without trying. It automatically happens. So for myself, I live in Vancouver, BC, Canada, and we have the trees and the water and the mountains, and it's absolutely gorgeous. And on, on a day, even if it's raining, I'll go outside, I'll have my coat on, I'll have an umbrella, rubber boots, and I'll pick a point furthest away, like on a mountain top from where I live, and I'll focus that one single point. And before you know it, within two to three minutes, I don't want to move. I don't want to walk. I just want to be. And so the point of mindfulness, meditation, anything and everything that you're doing is really to bring you to that present moment and to be the witness of what is coming. So um, I am a Reiki master, a Seikim practitioner. I can say that the more that you get out of your way, the more that you'll be able to embrace because you put yourself in the way. So, you know, one of the, the key things I know, Kia, during training, it was like, what's your resistance? What's your resistance? What's holding you back? The minute you take yourself out of the picture, the minute that you pull yourself back and you become the conduit, all of a sudden everything changes, everything shifts. And what is that resistance? What is that thing that's holding you back? It's the past. It's the past. It's something that's triggering you, tripping you, holding you back. Right? Right. But so, when, okay, when so when you have these traumas like a very ingrained on, on you. Let's put in my example. When I I, be, I was kidnapped for 90 days, I yes. went through a lot of emotional, heavy yes. ones. Yes. I, I, I feel depression a lot, all times in there, a lot of anxiety in there. Yes. And then, like, like when you go to a program to change your life, you go for 90 days. I went for 90 days to change me more depressed, more anxiety. Even I get out from there and I'm still alive, there's some situations that I, I can't help it, and I've been working a lot, a lot on them. Okay. So do you understand the mechanism of emotions? And I know that's not our topic tonight. So you have, you have your energy centers, your major energy centers, right? Mm-hmm. And so the first three energy centers that you have, the lower three energy centers, which end uh, at your um, solar plex, Mm-hmm. Those were gifted to you to live in this world, in, in this lifetime. So what happens is that when something traumatic happens, there's this energy which tries to come up through those particular centers, okay? And sometimes you, what happens is that if you think of yourself as, you know, becoming anxious or becoming irritated or frustrated, chances are you've got a very solid stomach, okay? 
So what that means is that the uh, prana is not going there. The blood flow is not going there. So as soon as you take something and you put it in your mouth, you eat it or you drink it, all of a sudden it allows that stomach to relax. You feel better. Mm -hmm. So you look at binge eaters that are eating emotionally. You look at people who may consume things. It's all because they need to relax those three energy centers. Okay. okay. But they may momentarily relax those energy centers, but that energy has not been dealt with. It's still stuffed down there. And so it keeps coming up, you keep shoving it down, you keep coming up, it keeps shoving down there. Then eventually what happens is that there's more and more triggers, more and more things that come to surface. Eventually, you have to allow for that energy without reacting to it, to let it come up, see it for what it is, feel what you're feeling, and then let it go. Now that's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. And when, yeah, and so <laughs> so you can go in and you can have a Reiki center, a Reiki session. You can have a massage. You can go and go for a gong bath. You can go. These are all passive ways of healing. They're passive. Why are they called passive? It's because someone is helping you to deal with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And not that that's a bad thing, but at some point it has to become more active on your part. In other words, you have allowed for me to assist you, but then at what point do you assist yourself? At what point do you say, I have it in me because I am the creator of what is happening? So I have the ability to go back and bring it up and look at it, feel it, acknowledge it, and allow it to surface and surrender it. And again, there's many, many modalities out there that you can turn to. And there is no, um, there is no quick fix. And I know that um, uh, there's a lot of people out there right now that have turned to, and they've tried everything, especially huge trauma like that, and they've turned to um, they've turned to plant medicines because plant medicines allow for you to allow nature to assist you, mm-hmm. and it may um, assist you to a certain degree the first time. Then you go again. Then you go again. Eventually, what's going to happen is that you're going to come to a point where you're going to understand, and you're going to be able to look at everything and accept it but guess what all that happens in the present moment right 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 so um the key is allowing you know looking at what's coming up acknowledging what is coming up not denying it acknowledging what is coming up and then allowing for that and just letting it go without reacting, without reacting. Because you know what happens is when you're triggered and when you're tripped, you're gonna behave in that same manner and that's okay. 
that's okay. You're doing the best that you can. And that's all that's expected. So, you know, whether it's my friend who is now getting the care that she needs because you can't speed this process up. You can't. It has to go one step at a time at the pace that your body can handle. But in this moment, if you can just focus in on yourself and say to yourself, I'm breathing and I'm here. And I allow for this. There's a huge, there's a huge thing that happens. There's an empowerment when you're told to do something or when you choose to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Totally. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So when you choose something, when you choose, whether it's you're choosing to allow or you're choosing to just say, okay, I witness this, because the other is you. You know, I say, Kia, you know, you and I are sisters. Why? Because we're both Isis, right? That's right. And Gloria, you're in on it as well. We're a mirror of each other. I'm not telling you anything new. You've heard it a million times. We're mm -hmm. just, we're reminders to each other. And you know what? We can all have that human element kick in at any given time. And there's no need to beat yourself up. It's okay. It's okay. But going back to, you know, what Kia said about love, you can only give what you're full of. You can only give, you know, I had a beautiful interview with one of the other students um, that Kia was coaching. Um, and, you know, you can't, you can't give someone a glass of water unless you have some. You can't give someone anything unless you have it already. You can't pour your love out unless you're full of it. Yeah. And it's okay to be selfish because you know what? You being selfish and taking care of yourself is helping me, is helping the world, is helping all the people that you touch. Okay, I have a question. Yes. <laughs> so what happens if something terrible happens in the present moment? <laughs> I.e. How... How do you deal with it in that moment, right? Okay, so there's many terrible things that can happen. So you give me an example because each example is going to be different. I mean, if someone says to me, I, I'm being raped, you know, that's a completely different. Oh, I was in the middle of a fire or I was in the middle of a war. I mean, those are different examples. And of course, you're going to react the way you're going to react. Because you're going to react from the point of life wants to survive. Survival. Of course. Of course. Why wouldn't you? Of course you would. Right? But in other situations, if you focus in on the present moment and you're breathing, and if someone's in your face triggering you emotionally somehow, First acknowledge what's coming up. Then allow for that energy to move without reacting. Because that's where your power lies, in that present moment. And walk away. Repeat that again. Okay. So 
someone has said something to you or done something to you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you've been triggered or tripped by something because you're not going to be spoken down to because it brought something up in your childhood. Mm -hmm. In that precise second, you're going to feel something in your body. You're going to acknowledge whatever emotion it was. You're going to feel whatever's coming up. You're not going to try to hold it. You're going to say, mm, there's that energy. Oh, I am so in a rage right now. Allow it, allow it, allow it. Do not react and watch it just release itself. That's the energy moving from your lower three centers up through your heart and out to the universe where it will be dealt with. And each time you do that, each time you do that, you will be so blown away because it'll get easier and easier and easier. I'm going to practice I, that one. I, I experienced this. Yay! <laughs> so let's just say I had a situation that was triggering me mm. and I fully realized that it had really a lot less to do with the person or people or experience than it had to do with my um, memories or my core wounds yeah. from my childhood. Yeah. Right. So what I did was I allowed myself to feel the emotions I was feeling, but like the sensations of my body. So first I acknowledged, okay, my stomach feels really weird and upset. And there seems to be a lot of energy in my head. This is not a headache, but clearly there's a lot of chemicals racing around in there and I can feel it. And I feel very alert and, and in a heightened state. And um, I, I'm not feeling like myself. And if I was to respond or do anything in that moment, it would be guaranteed that it would be not the right thing to do <laughs> or say. Yes. <laughs> because, yes. because I'm reacting it from a space where I'm not truly myself because I'm in this heightened state, which is being triggered, right? And so... Um, I then realized what was causing me to feel that way, why, how it felt in my body and my emotions. And then I made myself experience it again and again and again. By the fourth time of me making myself experience this trigger, finding this thing that set me off, I stopped feeling triggered and I was just done with it. And I, and I was sort of like a science experiment I conducted on myself because number one, I love science. And number two, I was learning, I was reading and I was watching all of these things um, on YouTube and, and different videos about how to manage this. So it was like an, a rapid growth situation over a period of two weeks, but it helped me understand core wounds and triggers a lot better and, and about and being present in the present moment and being responsive, not reactive. See, and it's the present moment that you have all your power. And mm -hmm. so of course that particular, and you know what? We're very quick in, in, in society to point the finger at, you know, so-and-so shouldn't have done that. So-and-so shouldn't have said that. So-and-so, you know, oh yeah. So you want the world to, 
to change the way you would like it to be? Like really question that. If you start to have really good quality questions when something comes up at that precise second, in that present moment, even when you're judging because that's that human element Nature. in us, human, right? Mm -hmm. um, if you question it right then and there, you'll realize how silly it is. Like your expectations of everyone around you to change so that you feel comfortable and you feel good and you feel like I'm, I was right. And it's like, really, why not just sit back and witness it? And those people that are coming to you and triggering you and doing whatever it is that they're doing, man, they are your greatest teachers. They are your greatest teachers. I have masters, not teachers. <laughs> and you know what? The, the, the ones that have gone through the most trauma, the most challenging, the most difficult of situations, those are the ones we bow to. <laughs> because they took that on for all of us. You see, what you do in your life and what you go through in your life is for us. Mm. It's not just about you. What Kia does and what Kia goes through day in, day out is not just for her. In my encounter with Kia, in my encounter with Gloria, in my understanding of what you've been through and what you've gone through, of course, that was for my growth as well. If I yawn, you yawn. If I laugh, you laugh. Mm. And in your tears are my tears. <laughs> so the greatest gift that you can give is in the present moment, taking care of yourself. Being so selfish. So, so selfish and so full, so full of yourself. Because you know the power of a woman, right? Yeah. The power of a woman. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. The time that we're in, the space that we're in, if only we can start to recognize that the other is me. In that one particular present moment, and what is it that triggers us? What is it that carries us forward? It's in you doing your work that I'm able to be where I am today, right? Right. It's in your pain that I've learned and grown. Yeah. So more to, more to discuss. Um, Wherever you are, be all there. Be all there. That's the only thing that's asked of us. Be all there. Yeah. And you know, one other thing, I think one of the most beautiful things of being fully present 
is really, really experiencing the beautiful moments that life has to offer. When you're with people that you love or care about your friends and your family and just being in those moments and being fully there for it. I mean, when I was young, I had a very traumatic upbringing. So I learned very quickly, very early to try to not be present, mm. right? Mm. And it took mechanism. a lot of years, right, to try to bring myself back to this point because it, there comes a point in your life, I think, where you what you needed to survive are not the same skills you need anymore, so sometimes maybe if you had like a difficult upbringing or you lived in a difficult neighborhood, you had to have this really tough exterior, right? And then you grow up and you live your life and you now live in the suburbs. Maybe you don't need to have that same tough exterior. Like you needed that to survive your situation, but now you can soften. Now you don't have to be that same person. My female veterans, for example, a lot of us get hard in the military to do what we have to do and survive that situation, you know? And when we come out, we're like, oh my God, this world is so different. I mean, the, the civilian world is so different. This, the tools that I needed to survive and to succeed in that world are completely different than this world. And so we have to change. And, and in order to do that, you have to embrace what's in front of you in the now. In the now, in the present. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and that is where your power lies. So yes, your, your survival mechanisms, because life wants to live. You're programmed for that. It will get you through whatever it is. And on a deeper level, what, what does happen, and especially in huge traumatic experiences, the essence of who you are actually leaves. So you're really having this out-of-body experience. And then sometimes, especially children, have to go through um, therapy and the right counseling to realign themselves because they're so disconnected because the traumatic experiences they had were so difficult there was no other way of surviving that mm -hmm. right yeah yeah your survival modes are more more and more amplified and you yes. became more like defensive all the time mm -hmm. yes all the time they talk to you you answer defensive whatever you do is always you think that everybody's gonna attack you or everybody's gonna harm you, or people's gonna, they're gonna do something to you. And sometimes we don't realize also the way we talk. Sometimes we talk very, very cut and dry and very defensive, like, and people sometimes don't know, don't understand, and they think that you are kinda, kinda weird or... Aggressive. Or mean, or aggressive, aggressive or, a bitch, like yeah, all of that. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot to say about judging, right? You judge yourself. The greatest war that you have going on is within you, right? Mm -hmm. I can only imagine what you walked through. Only you know that. Mm -hmm. You know, but in your pain, your pain isn't alone. Your pain is, your pain is shared. 
and Mother Earth's pain is also shared. You see, everything traumatic that you're going through does affect everything around you. You get to the level where you comprehend and you understand that cutting a tree without telling that it will be chopped down tomorrow makes a huge difference on a tree. You get to the point where you're moving a rock and you think that's a pretty rock, I'm going to take it from Hawaii back to Canada. You think twice, should I put it in my pocket or should I leave it behind? Ali, remember Ali's story at graduation weekend in yeah. London and he took the rock from the Himalayas and all sorts of crazy things happened. He had to take it back. He had to take it yep. back and put it back. It, I mean, you wouldn't believe the story and I would not do it justice. So I'm not going to try to tell it, but shout out to yep. Ali and Dom from, from Switzerland. And he, he told us yep. an incredible story about he thought it was a pretty rock and he took it and what happened after that could probably be a movie yeah yeah no and i to i totally um i totally understand that because you know uh as much as i don't want to tell you but i'll tell you you know i went to work one day and i came back i came home and all of a sudden um uh i i noticed that you know I drove into my driveway and there was a tree. It was overhanging our fence from our neighbor's yard. And this particular tree was driving my husband up the wall. I don't know what's happening with this camera. I'm so sorry. But anyways, we'll leave it. Um, and I looked at this tree and I could feel that this tree was weeping. And I looked at this tree and I was like, I wanted to cry out loud so badly. And I went to my husband and I said, who did that to the tree? And he looked at me and he said, what do you mean? I said, how would you like me to take a potato peeler, peel your skin off one arm? How would that make you feel? And then wow. rip, rip your arms off because basically that was beautiful tree. And when the sap was coming out, oh, for weeks on end, he didn't hear, he didn't stop hearing about it. But I felt, I felt the tree. And so right then and there, I thought, you know what, I have to teach, I have to teach my grandchildren about the importance of nature and how important it is not to go out there, even cut a tree without letting it know yeah you know That's really powerful you guys we are at 54 minutes <laughs> <laughs> and it just flew by flew as it always does right yeah. time flies when you're yeah. having fun yeah and trying yes. to put some positivity out for people so um but let's continue for like another minute and then we're gonna have to start wrapping it up okay so in order to go from the sympathetic nervous system to the parasympathetic part of your nervous system, it's very, very important to connect to the present moment, to the breath. And that is where your power lies. And I, and I would like to share that you're never alone. You're never alone. I know what you went through. I can only imagine what you've been through but you didn't walk it alone i was there with you thank you
beautiful. That was powerful. Thank you. Oh my gosh, Sal. <laughs> I'm so excited to have had this opportunity to have you come on here with us and and share your knowledge and your beautiful softness and your warmth and just everything. This Thank has you. been really amazing. And I can tell that it was really special for Gloria. And that makes me so happy that, to have connected you both. So. Thank you. Thank and we you. need to do we need to bring her more one you know many times here because <laughs> she, she has have, a lot to say. <laughs> she has a lot of things to say. <laughs> and a lot of people so, would love to hear that a, because a lot of knowledge. Yeah. There's not too many shows out there that are talking about stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 important, you know, it really is important work that you you both of you are doing as well, you know, and and keep it up because out of this comes you know, there's going to be something even more beautiful. Well, you know what? We just have fun. And we, if we can add value to any, like even a one person's life by just doing this and having our guests come on and talk about their topics and we get to share that with everybody or sometimes we're just on here BSing around and just talking and trying to put good energy out, um, then we're happy, right? I think yeah. I could say that's what we're doing so yeah, yeah thank you for that sal and yeah, um very, tell, very tell 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 everybody where they can find you other than uplifting humans your awesome new podcast well basically if you go to upliftinghumans.com you do have the ability to listen to the podcast you can watch the youtubes um, I have got some fabulous speakers that have come on and um, I really encourage a lot of people if you have anyone out there that you feel is worth listening to send them my way uh, I'd love to have them on the show as well and um, you know my email address is sal.bullar b-h-u-l-l-a-r at gmail.com and uh, yeah, I just love to connect with anybody. And um, at some point, definitely come back to hot topics. Maybe we'll do a meditation. Maybe we'll teach a few, a few heart-centered, heart-centered <laughs> tricks that we have to bring people back into the that heart. That would be amazing. I will love that. We're gonna get that on the books right oh. away. And oh, yeah. I know that you're on Instagram, so tell everybody where to find you on Instagram too. And on Instagram, it's uh, Uplifting Humans 2020 on Instagram. And um, yeah, and definitely uh, on Spotify and uh, Apple and Anchor, uh, all the regular channels, I guess. I'm right. still looking at Kia because Kia is like my mentor. Yeah. <laughs> Kia, tell me what, what else I, I should say. She's on eight platforms, pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts check out uplifting humans it's really really good and you can actually find an episode with me on there too yeah, so, yes yes so yes um it's, it is a really really good podcast i'm not yeah, saying that it's people people can go to listen to the veterans the women better female veterans Yes. Then they go to listen to mind depression and anxiety, and you want right. to be left. You go in and, and listen to uplift to so uplift as, humans. After that, you need to be uplifted. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's it's all good. 
<laughs> so this has been really, really amazing, you guys. It's about that time to wrap it up. Yeah. So I am going to say, check us out on Instagram. Um, on Hot Topics, the podcast, because you can actually listen to what you've seen here in podcast form um, anytime you're driving or doing whatever you do when you listen to podcasts. And so you can catch Hot Topics, the podcast, which is the audio version of the live show. And you can follow us on Instagram and support us there. We are trying to grow our following. Leave us comments down below. Send us topics you want to talk about. What else, Gloria? What else can we do? The talk? most important thing is to be present to listen to our show. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. And if you want positive and uplifting messages and to check out my new micro blogs, you can follow me at, at Creativity on Instagram. I put it on there on the banner. And Gloria Gold 13 on Instagram to find out a lot more about managing depression, anxiety, and PTSD. And of course, if you want to know what a woman experiences in the military, follow me, listen to my podcast, the Female Veterans Podcast, anywhere you can listen to podcasts. And you will find out every woman should know what a woman experiences when she's serving her country. And if you want to find out about how to holistically manage depression and anxiety, tell them where to go, Gloria. Go to Unbreakable Life with Glory in iTunes and Spotify, where I talk about depression and anxiety all the time. And that's my mission, to help everybody that going through the same things I go. Mm -hmm. That's right. And so with that, this has been Hot Talk topics we thank you so much for watching and thank come back so and see much. us next thursday 9 p.m eastern we'll be here and um we love you guys yeah. thank you remember about the likey likeys oh like <laughs> and share like and share <laughs> that's how we roll yeah. all right thanks thanks guys thanks sal Th thank you sal You're thank welcome. you nice to meet you very cool bye -bye. thank you bye, -bye. bye everybody Thank <laughs> you.